keeping our water clean. It's an important thing for everybody in our community. Everybody plays a role in it. We've talked about it so many times here on the program. Certainly the farming community plays a role in uh, keeping water clean. So how is our water doing? You know, we've been talking about other stuff a lot lately on the program. We used to talk about water quality a lot more. Some of those issues were in the news and they were controversial and there were things going on in the courts and with politics. And But where are we at now? It's something we cannot take for granted. And just because there isn't a, a controversial moment happening doesn't mean we don't need to stay on top of what's going on. What can the farming community be doing? What are they doing? What are other parts of our communities doing here in Whatcom County and, and certainly beyond as well? Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790. Glad to be with you here on your Saturday morning. Joining me right now is the chair of the Portage Bay Shellfish Advisory Committee and a, a longtime expert uh, involved in local water quality issues in Whatcom and Skagit counties and beyond, Christine Woodward. Welcome to the program this morning. Uh, very glad that you could be with us to, to share some of your expertise and some of the history here locally. First, I mean, just from your title there, we should talk about, you know, it, it was in the news. It was a point of controversy. It was a point of uh, an historic agreement, ultimately, that uh, was part of things changing. What are, what are the the current situation, you know, details in, in Portage Bay right now and, and shellfish? You know, such a focus to get that back open and, and get that shellfish clean, the water clean and, and harvestable. Thank you, Dylan. And... Thank you all the listeners out there that you are concerned about our water quality in uh, Portage Bay and in Drayton Harbor. Really appreciate that. Um, Portage Bay, of course, is the end of the Nooksack River watershed, and Drayton Harbor is uh, fed by California and Dakota Creek. So how are the shellfish doing? How's the water quality doing in, in both of those? Well, I think we've, I think we've had some challenges. Uh, in both those both of those locations, uh, lots of great work being done, um, but we still just have these uncontrolled moments of weather mm -hmm. and and large rainfalls that are that have just really been hard to keep our water quality up, even with all the good work that's being done. Well, so let, let's give some, some background on that then. Explain what has all been done in the last, I mean, you've been at this for 30 plus years, um, but I guess maybe more recently, uh, what, you know, the last 5, 10, 15 years, what, what's been going on to tr try to turn this around? Oh my gosh, there's just been so much countywide for uh, educational programs and stewardship programs and uh, on-site septic system agreements and uh, farmers and hobby farmers yeah. and berry farmers and everybody who who works or lives in the watersheds. It's it's just been a concerted effort to try to really uh, make everybody be accountable. It's not just one person that's the cause of poor water quality. It's mm -hmm it's it's just a myriad and with nooksack especially being such a huge watershed um we've we've been doing well over the years and we've really been keeping our 
bacteria levels at a at a good manageable. I wouldn't say manageable because is mm-hmm. bacteria ever manageable? Yeah. Um, but but they've been but all the work that's been done in the county has really been paying off. And gosh, you know, we've just had these incredible rainstorms that have really kind of pushed us back a bit. So one thing that we're not in control of, of course, is the weather. Yeah. But you know, what can we as a community do better to keep our water clean? That's what the advisory committee really tries to uh, work on with the county. And we're the advisory committee to uh, Whatcom County Council. So we don't really make the big decisions, but we're, we, with the different organizations that are involved with our shellfish districts, that's the information that, that moves on to county council so they know how we're doing and what we're doing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Whatcom County really, uh, really has been doing a great job overall. But we can't give up. We can't let it slide. That is what happened before. We got Portage open before uh, the shellfish beds. And then, you know, we let up the gas a little bit and here we are back again. So that was just in terms of a rough timeline. I know things were not good, say, back in the mid-90s. Things right. It was after that that things improved, and then it was, what, in the mid-2000s where it went downhill again, and now it has kind of you know improved again, this kind of up and down as, as things <laughs> change? It does feel like a bit of a yo-yo, Dylan. It yeah. really does. And again, you know, we can't control the weather, but we can just try to get everybody on board um, working the best that we can to, to put our best uh, practices forward. So what was, and by the way, again, uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Christine Woodward. She is the chair of the Portage Bay Shellfish Advisory Committee. We're talking about water quality, particularly in Portage Bay. And she also keeps an eye on what's going on in Drayton Harbor. And of course, you know, this is all part of the Nooksack River and the Nooksack River watershed. So I'm sure you're following stuff from, uh, you know, data that's always coming in from various Mm -hmm. points across the whole watershed and beyond. Um what what was done in those those periods of improvement that's i'm interested in that because i think that's what we need to be focused on and let's 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 learn those lessons let's not forget those and let's keep doing those things that that was able to now uh, a couple of different times make a, a market change Right. Well, I I think, Dylan, it really boils down to being good stewards, no matter if if you have a septic system that is linked somewhere into the watershed, if you have a hobby farm, if you have dogs, it's it's keeping uh, your area so there's no runoff um, into either one of the watersheds for Drayton Harbor and Nooksack. It really is all about being a good steward and being aware uh, of what you have, what your property has, you know, moving your animals around so they're not, uh, you know, having a negative impact on on the watershed, on water that runs off your property. What do you know about what farmers can be doing right now to make sure to stay on top of what they're doing? What What was it that farmers did in those periods of improvement that, that helped turn things around because I know they were involved in that and, and people had to, in, in case in many different cases, change what they were doing or take a different approach. 
Well, I would like to be able to answer for the farmers, but I think the farmers have a better answer than I do. Yeah. Because there was a very concentrated effort and 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 all the farmers, majority of the farmers, you know, stepped up to the plate and and really, you know, roof gutters, manure lagoons, mm-hmm. spreading spreading liquid manure in the winter time. Um, there were just all these things that the farmers did, and it really made a lot of difference. But it was also the fact that we started looking at on-site septic systems and weren't really pointing the finger at any one uh, organization. Yeah. It was everybody that had to be accountable, and that was difficult at times to get people to understand that they're all responsible. Yeah. And I, I know the farming community in particular, you know, had many moments of great frustration feeling like, you know, Ugh. there, there was a, a bullseye on their back. They were targeted. They were blamed for the whole thing. Um, when that wasn't always the case. So, you know, changing that to a collaborative approach where okay we're all in this together we're all going to work together and we're going to turn this around recognizing that it's not just one or the other um i know from my side from the farming community side that's that was really important Uh, it's it's a trust building thing right it really is and and it's just making sure that that's the way it is that that everybody is accountable it's it's not pointing the finger at your fellow down the road it's taking a look at what you have and making sure, you know, what you have is clean. Because we all know everybody lives downstream and everybody relies on clean water. And at the end, it's the shellfish that are the indicators of what's going on in the upper watershed. They are the canaries in our, our watershed coal mine, right? Yes, they are. Yep. So, you know, we can talk about, well, it is important to maintain shellfish harvest those folks are really in a lot of ways farming just like on land farmers are there's that you know question about equity and also heritage and Mm -hmm. rights and all of those things but really even beyond just the shellfish they are in some ways just an indicator not to minimize their importance but they're an indicator of a problem that's probably affecting a lot of other things right what 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 poor water quality what does it all affect at least from from your vantage point what what things do you look to well poor water quality means that if you have if you're watering animals downstream and you have poor water quality upstream you know there's a there's opportunity there for your animals to not be well it's children that are playing in our creeks and streams and rivers in the in the summertime or in the in the springtime it's everybody who has contact with that water any animal that has contact with that water I mean, that's an opportunity for them to be ill, and nobody wants that. Well, and we've heard um, a lot recently about salmon and water quality, and that's focused, I think, mostly on toxins. And, you know, most recently there have been some more clarification of the data and work that they're doing, you know, tire dust being a big culprit, you know, tire dust from our roads ending up uh, Mm -hmm. by one way or the other in our streams, and, and that's killing fish. You know, when we're talking about water quality and farming and shellfish, you know, that's, as you've been alluding to, that's much more focused on bacteria stormwater is a huge issue so many pollutants uh, in our stormwater so what into the future it sounds like 
we can learn from our past that working together is so important rather than pointing fingers when things just don't get done. You're saying that it can be done, that you've seen it happen. I know there's still a lot of people skeptical about that approach generally, and not just with water quality, but with so many other issues that we've been talking about and have been more kind of front burner lately. You're saying it is doable for all these diverse players, really stakeholders in our water and water quality in our whole community. It is possible to work together because I mean, people are skeptical of that. People Yes. I'm, I'm just going to say yes, because we've done it in the past. Mm -hmm. It's getting everybody on board. It's, yep. it's making sure everybody's being held accountable. I'm accountable. You're accountable. The guy up the road, the guy down the road, Yeah. everybody just has to be accountable and do everything that they can to make sure that we all respect um, clean water and that we all deserve it. And when you get down to our farmers of the tide flats, they deserve to be able to have a healthy crop that they can manage too. Mm -hmm. What What are the ingredients needed for that kind of collaboration though? I, I know we touched on trust a little bit earlier. That's a huge one, right? Mm -hmm. I think trust and understanding and respect. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not holding one organization more important than another, but it's holding all the associations and organizations accountable for their actions. Well, this is a good message to hear because I know for anybody, and again, not to point fingers, you know, whether it's farmers or people with dogs or, you know, mm -hmm. hobby farmers or cities or anybody, you know, when we do have periods of success, and this goes for anything, you know, on something that we're trying to turn around as a society, as a community, things get better. It is very easy then to let down your guard. Right. And, right. and let things slide and say, oh, is it really that important that we do X extra thing, you know, fill in the blank um, to, you know, everything's going fine. It'll be, you know, is that kind of the danger here where people just kind of let it slide and, and forget how crucial each little step that everybody is doing is to the whole? It's always tough. You know, it's always, always tough to, to keep doing the right thing. But uh my mom always told me when you point the finger at somebody else, there's fingers pointing back at you. So <laughs> only you can be accountable for what you do. Yeah. How did you get into all of this? What, what, where, where did you get started in this world of water quality here locally? I had some really good teachers at Western. Hmm. And when I first started out, this was, this was not where I was headed in my, in my educational career. But I had a, a couple of wonderful professors that, that got me hooked, mm. and I was able to get a job, very fortunate to be able to stay in Bellingham, to get a job right out of university. And that, that was it. I, I got hooked on water, and that's where, I've, that's where I've been my entire career. How much different would you say the whole situation between collaboration and the actual data on how water quality is doing um, how much is that different since that time? Oh my gosh. Um, just, a, just the type of information that we have now to be able to make critical decisions mm. has changed so much over the years. I remember going out in my first job down in on the Stillaguamish River and I didn't have a lab. I had a, a piece of equipment 
that measured uh, pH and conductivity. And I had my little bottles that I'd be out taking samples and had to send them off to the lab. And yeah, now it's, holy cow, uh, quicker information, uh, more sophisticated lab work, and being able to really narrow down uh, better information. Are we in a better place? Or I guess we, is water quality (laughs) itself in a better place now over that amount of time? I think we know more. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that makes it easier and sometimes (laughs) it doesn't. Uh, But I, I think, I think we're, we're, we're doing a real good job. Mm. Um, There's always room for improvement. I think the the public is getting a a taste of that. You know, how much, you know, affects what's going on with this whole pandemic and, you know, testing and how accurate is the testing and how, (laughs) how do positives relate to, to actual cases that actually relate to significant health impacts? You know, I think the public is getting a taste of what you've been experiencing in this water quality realm for, for decades now, um, Mm -hmm. just based on technology and what you know. So I, I, that -hmm. makes more sense to me than it would have a year ago. um, If there is anything positive to come out of this covid thing um at least my understanding of you know the how fraught the science can be when when it hits the public sphere has certainly uh changed because of all of that Mm -hmm. and again if we all just do all we can to make it better then it's then it's going to happen well, that's encouraging, and let's keep it up. And and it's encouraging that we have been able to make successes over the years, uh, but a good reminder, too, that we can't let down our guard. Again, Christine Woodward, Chair of the Portage Bay Shellfish Advisory Committee. Thanks for your time uh, chatting with us here on The Farming Show this morning. Thank you, Dylan, and thank you to all the listeners out there.